Hello and good evening to another Fekava Vetchet. Tonight we want to talk about the biggest thing there is in veterinary congress when it comes to companion animals in Europe, um, the BSAVA congress. Unfortunately, this year, or last year, 2020, it uh, didn't happen. It had to be called off for obvious reasons, but they are coming big this time as a virtual Congress in 2021. Uh, the two people I would like to speak to about this are um, Andy Green. He is one of the directors at Pennard's Vets in Kent, a multi-site veterinary group. Um, it's Kent in the southeast of the UK. Andy is not only a veterinary surgeon, he is also a mentor for a team building and leadership. He is uh, currently the chair of the Congress Committee of uh, the Congress Program Committee um, of the uh, 2021 uh, event. And then there is Julian Hort. How can you describe Julian Hort? Well, Julian is also a veterinary surgeon, um, a colleague of mine who I know for many years. The first time I met Julian was shortly after he was airlifted from Mont Blanc. Um, that's a few years ago, but life carried on a little bit like that with Julian. He's a fantastic vet, one of the few Renaissance men, I would say, I know, uh, which means he is somebody who seems to be able to do everything. He's a clinical director of Crossway Veterinary Group uh, in the south of England. Um, if he is not doing surgery or ultrasonography or repairing any of the broken equipment in the surgery. He's probably out hunting for mushrooms or advising people on poisonous mushrooms. And I don't want to know how many lives he already has saved with his knowledge. If that is not happening, he's hanging off a cliff with a keen climber or uh, he's in the kitchen cooking, or he is doing any other sort of extreme sports or scientific research or organizing stuff. So Julian is always on the move and both Andy and Julian are my guests tonight. Hello Andy, hi Julian. Hi Wolfgang, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Hi Wolfgang, hi, lovely to see you again. Yes, yeah, I mean sort of, uh, it's so nice to have two of my local colleagues from the UK around to talk about this, this great project that is just so important for BSAVA, our organization. And BSAVA is, uh, as uh, yeah, most of our viewers will know, um, one of the largest members um, of FECAVA. And so regardless of Brexit, we're still sort of part of FECAVA and, and we'll move FECAVA on. So that will not disturb, uh, yeah, will not change anything there really. And that's also the case, I think, with BSAVA Congress. I mean, I, I would say sort of BSAVA Congress has always been the leading 
CPD event of the year in Europe. Uh, there are a few other congresses that are nearly as big, but nobody really is quite as big as BSAVA Congress. And uh, so it's always an exciting subject to talk about. Um, most of our viewers might recall BSAVA Congress in Birmingham. That was or was supposed to go on until 2020. Now, the last time in Birmingham was called off because of the pandemic. And uh, then the plan was to move on to Manchester. So that already was a big step. And then I don't know, if, Andy, do you want to tell us what happened with Manchester? I mean, on one hand, obviously, yes, we can physically do it, but I think there's a further story with Manchester and the site in Manchester. Yeah, absolutely, Wolfgang. Um, uh, it's, it's a sort of bittersweet situation that we've got at the moment um, in that we were so excited about that change of venue um, and the ability to just deliver the same great conference that, that people are used to and it's come to expect from BSAVA over the decades, never mind years, um, but an opportunity to um, revive, not to revive it, but to um, give it a new lease of life, to um, change it up, to make some um, some new bold uh, alterations to to how we presented it, to what was in the program, to the to the whole feel of the experience. And Birmingham was a was a terrific home for so long, way before I I was involved on on program committee, of course. Um, and uh, the the challenge was with the two sites there. There were some logistical um, problems that couldn't really be overcome, um, and you know, a lot of people in the background worked incredibly hard for a long time looking at the options and lit on Manchester Central. Now, um, when I went up with the, with the committee to, to actually see Manchester Central um, and to look round, it's a fantastic space. And it's just very, very different from, um, from Birmingham. Everything's under the one roof. Um, the, the flow through the building is, is, is terrific. Um, the space offers different options, different possibilities, and gave us a chance to reimagine how Congress looked. Um, and we put together what was going to be a fantastic face-to-face -face conference, and we were really excited um, about it, really proud of it. Um, Paul Higgs is the, is the, the chair of the, the full programme committee, and, and he was instrumental in helping to, to, to make that a reality. And of course, with the the pandemic having knocked out 2020 we were hoping to be able to go ahead with Manchester Live but it became very apparent through the summer that the odds were diminishing rapidly on that and what we did not want was to have a situation where we had no conference to deliver um, you know if we would banked on being able to do face to face and put all our eggs in that basket and the current situation as it is now had arisen we, we couldn't we couldn't take that risk so the, absolutely the right decision was to, to to change it to a virtual yeah but wasn't it also so that the venue in Manchester is now actually one of our um, emergency hospitals for uh, COVID cases didn't yeah. they transform that to a Nightingale hospital as well I believe that was one of the considerations 
Mm -hmm. It's a fairly important consideration. Yeah. yeah, and heaven knows, I mean, if, if we consider sort of uh, the pandemic figures at the moment in the UK, heaven knows in how far these, these sites will be used or not. I mean, and I mean, as we can see, I mean, there is so much possible now if you do it online. I mean, it, I think a completely physical Congress I don't think we will ever see again. There will at least be a hybrid or it will all be online. And I mean, who, uh, whoever has taken part in a webinar or uh, now in these online conferences appreciates there's a lot of good things that can actually be done. And I have to say, I mean, I'm one of the guys who, who always has to sit if I go to a lecture, I have to sit front row because if I don't have the screen suck in front of me like this, I fall asleep. <laughs> it's completely wasted on me. So if I sit back row somewhere and there's somebody speaking, then it's warm and uh, 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 there are a lot of people in the room. Also, I switch off, I fall asleep. Whereas if I have now an online lecture, and I mean, have the screen stuck here, have the person right there. For me personally, I found out actually it, it is more effective actually. So it's sad to say, because I love Congresses, but when it comes to really gaining knowledge, it's, it's probably better. I mean, Physically, that's a different thing. The workshops is difficult, but with lectures, it's extremely good. Actually, for me, it works quite well. So I think I think that's come as well, Wolfgang, with a, a sea change in the understanding of the way people learn, uh, particularly people coming through university more recently. The didactic method of teaching, the long, dull. Uh, I could say almost monochromatic lectures uh, that, that we all were happy to to learn things by rote mm. aren't the most efficient ways of, of learning certainly not the most interesting ways of teaching and so the ability to to administer small bite-sized chunks of learning in multimedia formats it's almost like cross-training your mind so people are able to to actually get more out of the lecture it used to be an old uh, axiom didn't it that uh, you come away from a lecture with perhaps one or two new facts and that was good enough and it was the accepted thing if you got one new thing out of a lecture that was an hour well spent well hopefully 15 minute webinars will give you 15 minutes of facts that you can learn and, and draw from and that's that's the idea and the move then to go back into a more physical environment of face-to-face -face meetings as you say we're bound to be a hybrid sort of move that the, there's a term that that uh, i was introduced to uh, a month or two months back it seems a uh, bit of a bit of a blur that the, the learning we've had to do isn't andy on, on these things but uh, the, the term apparently for a combined physical and digital uh, conference is now a fidgetal that's p-h-y-g-i-t-a-l fidgetal uh, and, and we, we must there we say, go. Actually, we have learned something again. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but, but for people coming to the Congress, uh, we will actually be horsewhipping anyone who says that they like a digital uh, Congress uh, in all seriousness. So we'll, we'll be listening out for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I would like to know, I mean, I know that 
Congress is just so important for our organization, for BSAVA. And I mean, the same applies for big organizations like ABEPA in Spain, for example, or um, for the German Small Animal Veterinary Association, for the French, uh, uh, for, for um, AFAC, uh, the French Veterinary Association. We, we all have to rethink how did it, I mean, what was going on in Woodrow House, I mean, uh, 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 over the last few months, that must have been I mean, uh, superhuman work because, I mean, we were all struggling keeping our veterinary surgeries going under the pandemic. And then, I mean, volunteers like like you, Andy, and like you, Julian, sort of were then sort of working also on a completely new concept of Congress. How how did you do that? I mean, this is sort of making a moon landing not within a decade, but within a year, basically. So can so, you give us a bit of an insight? Yeah, it's amazing what you can do when you have no choice. Yeah. When you're on yeah. a time frame, and because normally we would be working on conference for 18 months to two years beforehand. As soon as one conference wraps, we're on we're working on the one after that. Yeah. Uh, so compressing an 18 month to two year process down into six months yeah. um, is like drinking from a fire hose. You mm. have to then uh, having to, uh, to learn an entirely new way of doing it. And actually, I, I don't know about you, Julian, I've actually find, found that really exciting. That's been a really slightly masochistic in, in respects, but it's been a fun part of the process is actually what is possible how you know what can it look like and and to our you know pleasant surprise and and uh, confirmation actually we're really excited about how it's going to look and, and what we can deliver through through the virtual medium because it's very different from what was possible even five years ago yeah yeah, yeah no I quite, I quite agree i think uh, the, the the two things that have driven the uh, uh, the, the, the conference uh, programming, the conference uh, assembly, have been uh, enthusiasm and experience. Mm. And as vets, we're all problem-oriented. We love to get a nitty, gritty problem, don't we? And, and work at it and work at it. And you get those I'm minds together over Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's just been, as you say, it's a huge challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been hard work. Yeah, uh, they've been long hours, but it's just been fun all the way through, and we've all had a laugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it is if you have a if you have a dedicated team together and everybody sort of pulls in the same direction. And as Andy said, I mean, we didn't have any choice. We had to do it. We have to do it, really. And so then it's amazing what can actually be done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Congress starting 25th of March until the 27th of March. So it goes over three days. Um, just, I mean, we, we will repeat it probably at the end of the, uh, uh, um, the vet chat, but uh, at the moment, correct me if I'm wrong, it's 99 pounds for the ticket. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. Not yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that is until sometimes in the middle of February or so, mm -hmm. the reduced 
registration fee. I mean, that is also the, I, I find it incredible because normally you pay for a ticket for BSAVA Congress, something in the region of 400 pounds, I think. Mm -hmm. So yeah. suddenly you get it for, and I mean, there's no, probably no difference when it comes to the scientific program. It will still be very, very rich, but you suddenly get the whole thing for 99 pounds. Mm -hmm. So, yes, obviously, as an organizer, you save on the venue, but still, you have to pay for all the speakers, you have to pay for the, pay for the IT and things like that. Nevertheless, for us as, as, as veterinarians, sort of, if I want to have good CPD and that sort of, I can, yeah, well, it's, it's on my desktop for £99. I think that's, that's really good value for money. We come back to that later, I think. So what... Well, it's probably, we, it's what probably worth mentioning just now that actually the, the decision to, to make it at that price mm -hmm. took a long, long time, didn't, didn't it, Andy? Uh, and, and there were very, uh, very heated discussions as, as to what we all thought it should be. But we, mm -hmm. what we really wanted was was three things we wanted a lot of people to be able to enjoy congress mm. because people do enjoy congress that's the, the main function of bsava congress is to, to reignite people's love and interest in uh, uh in veterinary learning uh, we wanted to make it affordable because a lot of people have been really quite severely struck financially by the pandemic and we didn't want this to be a, a limiting factor for yeah. people and and we wanted and needed to make it competitive. Mm. And I think we've achieved all of that. Mm. I'm so, so agree with that. What? So what? What? What can we expect? Give us, give us an idea. Sort of um, uh, the program. Sort of how many streams have you have you planned? Uh, what are sort of key streams where you would say here? look out for that that is one which just shouldn't be missed uh, what are the highlights uh, how did you what sort of what speakers can we expect come on give us some ideas what what is there to expect the the key thing to expect is what you have come to rely on from bsava congress which is really high quality practical useful good solid information that you can take away and use uh, and when we looked at this um, going from four days to three days going from a dozen streams uh, and looking at what we could realistically do on on the platform what we've gone for is we have uh, four streams plus uh, an exhibitor stream so it's four live streams plus an exhibitor stream now the live streams um, what we've looked at is the key subjects that are consistently popular and that everybody in practice really enjoys and appreciates and, and gets big big audience numbers every time so everything that you would expect in terms of dentistry orthopedics neurology cardiology um, we've got the practice management streams uh, uh, areas as well. We've, we're looking at recruitment and retention, for instance, which is at the moment, especially, never mind Brexit, but with, with everything else that's going on with a pandemic, recruitment and retention is a perennial challenge in veterinary practice, certainly in the UK. I'm sure that's 
must be the case uh, across Europe as well to a greater or lesser extent. Mm. Not just, uh, for, and with that, for instance, it's not just um, finding people, it's keeping them. Mm. Um, so so there's, there's that in there. We're looking at the environment and green initiatives. There's a, there's a focus on, on the good solid stuff, but we're also forward facing. We're looking into the future to say, what does the future look like? Um, so it's really quite, quite hard to pick, um, pick favorites. Really. We spent ages last night. We spent two hours on a meeting last night discussing just this, or excuse me, the night before last, uh, talking about our it's like magnificent seven. So the top seven must sees for a veterinary nurse, for a recent graduate, mm -hmm. for a practitioner, for a clinical director or a practice manager. Um, and we each came up with ours. My list was yeah. absolutely. I, I started off with the whole program. Mm. Thought, well, I've got to knock things off. I, I can't knock that off. That's fantastic. I, I can't do that. And and that's where the, the brilliance of uh, of IT comes in because, for example, the the live radiography streams. Well, they're always popular at Congress. People always flock to them. But trying to peer from the back of the large theatre, thinking, I can see, I, I can see the lesion. Now he's pointed to it. I can see that. Yeah. But actually, when it's on your your laptop at home, and you can enlarge it, and you can pause it, and you can freeze frame, you can you can really hone in on it. The ability to pick up tiny details is huge there so so i think we've all put down the radiography as our our top seven our magnificent seven mm. uh, streams there uh, similarly with with a lot of the techniques we can pause the the live streaming or we can pause the webinars to to really hone in on absolutely high quality high definition endoscopy uh, procedures and things like that that tell us just what to do not just a a tiny image and an image on a screen uh, 40, 50 meters away, but how, right how, there next to us. How is that going to work? Are the lectures then live or are they pre-recorded with the speakers then around after the recording to answer questions? Um, uh, or is it a combination of both or how does that work? Very important points. So what, what we've gone for is to each lecture or session as we're, we're describing them, uh, which is a 50 minute session, the beginning of that, we're looking at typically two speakers per session. And Julian earlier was rightly talking about those 15 minute bite size, easily digestible chunks where you can get the key information across in a really a dynamic form that's that's easier to retain and it's easier to to engage with so each of the two speakers is going to do around about a 15 minute uh, pre-recorded uh, piece of content which will run consecutively and then the speakers themselves will be available live after that for 15 to 20 minutes for Q&A from the audience uh, also to discuss the the content of the the actual uh, delivery of those those mini mini webinars at the time have that conversation around what arises from that and what's coming out of the the audience so it's going to be very organic it's going to be very dynamic 
Um, we also have one or two sessions that are 100% live. We've got a panel of three people and they're actually the entire session, the entire 50 minutes is live. Um, discussing that particular topic and subject between themselves. Um, one of them, for instance, is the, um, uh, the ethics of um, treating uh, cardiac patients, for instance. Mm -hmm. that's something that can can really polarize opinion sometimes mm -hmm. so being able to have a, a really good discussion there with the input from the audience as well it's a really exciting way of being able to to deliver this um, in a way that, that that brings the best of both worlds it brings the best of the face-to-face -face and the best of the the virtual mm -hmm. so we're, you know, we're excited about that so we have four streams over and that three days, so all together, so it's these are 12 whole day streams, basically, yeah? or, or yeah? The, it's 24 half day streams. Yeah, 24 half days, yeah. yeah. And does that include also a nursing stream? We, we've gone away from the traditional separate nursing stream mm. and, and really tried to approach the, the team, the practice team as a whole so while there will be certain lectures that will definitely stand out more as mm. uh, as, as veterinary uh, lectures and more as nursing lectures uh, there is very much a, a blending that, that can be uh, accessed by by every member of the team yeah I've, I've, I'm not I'm not surprised about it because I admittedly sort of I I went into quite a few nursing lectures in the past, actually being a veterinary surgeon, because I thought this is a good subject and I, mm. actually, I, I need a little bit of a brush up on this or that subject. And then on the other hand, I mean, we, we, we see that with a high uh, qualification level of the nursing staff we have, especially now in the UK, but also in a lot of other European countries, I mean, sort of veterinary nurses are now specialized to that degree that they are on equal packing with uh, a lot of veterinary surgeons on, on subjects. I mean, it is the veterinary team. Hmm? So there is, yes, okay, I, I might physically operate the gastric torsion, but uh, I often think that, well, <laughs> the more difficult job is not that what I'm doing here, but that what the nurse is doing yes. on the anesthetic machine, keeping this patient alive, especially if the patient is then also arrhythmic or something like that. I think then, <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is a little bit of carpentry or something like that, but but the real difficult work is done up there. And also, yeah. when I have students around, I often say, "Don't look at this, look at that. What she's doing that is that is quality work here." So it's, it's yeah yeah interesting yeah. Um, uh, um, is there also a possibility then? How can how can um, delegates interact. Is there also, I mean, we had in, in previous lectures things like uh, uh, quizzes or possibilities for you to say, well, um, uh, uh, I think that answer is correct or that. So the, the voting possibilities. Do we have something like that also uh, this year in 2021? Is that possible? We're, we're actually still actively exploring that. Um, we're still discovering the, um, the full extent of what's possible through the platform. Mm -hmm. so 
this, I talked earlier about this being an organic process. It is very organic. Uh, and um, I'm kind of slightly reticent to, to give an absolute yes or no at the moment because actually we, we may be able to do even more than I think we might be able to do. So we certainly want there to be as much of an interactive element as we can do so that it works for the delegates. Mm. You have something that's too clunky and unwieldy, it actually interrupts the flow of the, uh, of the, the, the lecture, it interrupts the flow of the discussion. So it's going to be a case of balancing that up, but, but we certainly want to be, to be looking at that interactive element. Yeah, and, and of course, with an IT intermingling process, it should be possible to, to get uh, voting systems and things up uh, very effectively indeed. But as Andy says, the, the real question is is how best to deploy that, yeah. rather than just saying yes, there will be, you know, let, let's all vote for uh, for the Legion in really really rough number four. Uh, there's got to be a real thought process with uh, with the organizers and with the lecturers to see actually what's the best way of delivering that mm -hmm. so that people can get the most out of each webinar uh, each module each session and uh, and and enjoy it as well with so much cpd available then at the same time with four streams i mean people will be spoiled for choice and they will struggle to decide what to do so how i i assume everything is recorded and then also downloadable later and so that that uh, if you can't see the lecture live you can see later um that is then probably accessible with the congress ticket as well um for good or for a limited period of time do you know anything about that how that is planned Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah, there's a couple of elements to this. Absolutely, there will be the ability for delegates to access um, the live sessions um, afterwards, uh, and uh, that is anticipated to be for the 30 days post Congress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, what we've also got alongside the live sessions is we, we are having a significant amount of, of pre-recorded webinar content to run uh, as well. So that's an addition and that can be accessed at any point. Um, and the idea with that is to actually expand on what's within the live stream. Because the challenge with half a day in, in, in each of the 24 areas that we're covering is that what we'd love to do is have an entire day on every one, but we can't do that. The, the pre-records allow us to expand uh, and just investigate and explore some of those areas that are being developed further. Um, and some of those, actually, the delegates will want to go in and potentially they'll want to start watching one or two beforehand mm -hmm. as well as afterwards. So we've, we've, yeah. we've, again, we've made it quite organic and quite dynamic in terms of accessing that uh, and making it all as as relevant as possible and try and, and have a story and a theme running through the through the the different uh, streams of different modules um, which again i think i think is going to work really really well absolutely it's all it's all brought together as andy says as a story it's not just piecemeal learning here and there uh, it, it'll be along the lines of a uh, presentation to successful outcome uh, case 
driven learning in, in, in many cases. Uh, but the webinars, there's something in the order of 100 or so uh, webinars, in addition to the, uh, uh, to the modules and sessions given in the, in the Congress itself. Huge number. Yeah, keep yeah. you keep you busy for a couple of one, weeks. One then. one ticket keeps you entertained for the whole year, probably. Yeah. And then yeah. for for quite a few more weeks of lockdown, if we have to experience. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so when when I go to Congress, sort of, I always say, sort of, one one third of the Congress for me are the scientific lectures, not more than that. The second third is the exhibition, the third third is the networking. So that's, that's always how I look at, at congresses. So with the exhibition, um, are we having an exhibition? How will be the experience of the exhibition? How can I interact with exhibitors? Shall I take that one? So, so Andy, mentioned, um, Andy mentioned five streams. We have four streams of, uh, of lectures. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or of learning as such. The fifth stream is the exhibitor's stream. Now, during the day, at any stage, you can go into the virtual lobby and turn right instead of left. So rather than going towards the lectures, you, you turn right towards the, uh, the, the exhibitor's hall. And the, 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 the computer uh, image on your screen will be that of of an exhibition hall as it normally is mm. uh, and you'll be able to then click on the uh, the exhibitor that you want now exhibitors will have a variety and, and a range of of activities uh, from the usual website that you may see on, on their sites through to much more interactive ones meet the exhibitors uh, you, you can organize private chats with them, demonstrations of their material. Uh, some companies are offering uh, practicals, which will, will arrange to be booked in advance, and they'll send out equipment to, to your home and um, uh, teach you via Zoom. Mm. Uh, you know, really exciting, exciting stuff. Mm. Uh, but, but again, yes, the experience should be uh, a very sociable one with with the exhibition that that you can actually interact on a, on a live basis with many of the exhibitors so that means also there will probably be competitions there will be um uh, uh there will be special offers for congress by the exhibitors for example for the duration of the congress plus x amount of days or something like that so pretty much the same thing. I mean, the beauty I always felt when, when going to Birmingham is you suddenly you have all the companies under one roof. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, that's brilliant. I mean, rather than going through the catalog, you, if you want to buy a new ultrasound machine, well, they're all there. You have different people there and you, you, you can also discuss prices with them. You can discuss sort of loaning machines to try them out at your practice. Uh, you can establish yeah, a, a, a relationship with the exhibitors, which for me as a practice owner, I always felt it was yeah, very, very important. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah. yeah so, incredibly so. It's still pretty much there. Mm -hmm. And then networking. Are there also um, uh, then uh, 
forums alongside the lectures or possibilities to interact with, uh, with other delegates. Um, dare I ask, uh, social program. <laughs> is, I don't know, is, is, there, is there something? I don't know, what, what else can we expect? I mean, I've, I'm sorry if I ask for too much here, but, but I don't know, what, what else do you have up your sleeve? Come on, yeah. tell What's, what's beautiful about this, Wolfgang, is that, that you're asking all the questions that we asked at the very start. Mm. Is what, with a blank piece of paper to, give, to begin with, what do we all love about Congress? What do, what do the delegates love about Congress? And obviously, there's a huge amount of data from, from surveys and everything else. But we've all been to lots of Congress, Congress as well. And it's just that. It's, it's the learning, it's the, it's the interaction within the exhibitors hall, and absolutely the, the social side of it, the networking is key. So um, Julian is um, the, undoubtedly the king of best people to be heading up the, the, um, uh, the fund stream, uh, as so the fund, the fund, uh, fund committee is, is the head of fund. Uh, but as well as that, there's, there's also going to be uh, certainly multiple chat rooms available um, for, for delegates to meet up in. Um, and that can be offshoots from lectures, that can be offshoots from the exhibition, or it can just be in the social area. There is a dedicated um, uh, social area actually on the platform as well. Uh, and uh, it, it allows a lot of flexibility that so you can certainly still do that networking. Uh, Julian uh, will fill in on yeah yeah absolutely my my remit if you like was was to to try and make it fun uh, in fact I, I wanted to be called chairman of fun but um, chairman of, of, of delicate experience was, was felt to be more appropriate um, hashtag chairman of fun so we have a, a plethora of, of fun things for people to do on a very interactive basis. So uh, we'll start off with something that's not perhaps very interactive, which is uh, the platform itself will have uh, little quizzes, questions and treasure hunts mm -hmm. uh, and, and um, uh, panels where, where people can try and outdo each other on, on the number of uh, lectures they've attended. Uh, we're also organising uh, physical things, so uh, virtual runs, fun runs. Okay. Uh, people can can join in on those uh, and um, become a part of of the team that is that is doing the run by giving their times in, and we'll be awarding prizes, presumably to people who who are able to to walk slowly enough during the run so they didn't spill anything. I, I haven't really looked into that. <laughs> oh, it is. We're having we're having uh, yoga classes, the keep fit classes, during the day. So they'll be administered by uh, administered. <laughs> they'll be um, accessible by by recorded uh, webinars, uh, or recorded workshops. There is a magician who's going to be teaching us some magic. That's okay. uh, so a friend of Andy's has, has very kindly agreed to uh, uh, to, to release some of the uh, magic circles tricks of the trade and um, and show everyone how to uh, how to make puppies disappear and things like that mm -hmm. uh, the evenings are actually going to be quite full as full as they normally are at congress so every evening okay. of congress and evening uh the wednesday night before congress starts 
that there will be social events. Uh, obviously, there'll be there'll be distanced events, but people can join in on such things as silent discos, wine tasting, bake-offs, taste tasting. Are how, how, how are you doing a wine there? tasting virtually? Sort of then you say, okay, buy these bottles and we talk you through it? Or? Yeah, yeah, there's a wonderful company that, that, uh, that are going to send out uh, bottles of wine, hot bottles of wine samplers to people who register. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll be able to join the wine tasting uh, by by Zoom and they'll talk okay. you through the wines. It'll be as interactive as it, as it can be. Uh, I, I quite like the idea of the uh, of the at-home disco, the silent disco. Yeah. I imagine myself as a, as a rather sad guy doing dad dancing on my own. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, if you talk about uh, about BSAVA Congress, I mean, I come more from the international side. I'm actually talking to you at the moment from 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 the south of Bavaria, actually, near the oh, to Austria. Oh yes, yes. No outside here. I've been snowshoeing earlier today, but nevertheless, I mean, I always see it also with the eyes of the international delegate. And one of the reasons to go to Birmingham was always, and you hear that again and again and again, that a lot of delegates said, well, the nice thing in Birmingham was one big family, good social program. You interacted with people. A lot of international delegates said, well, we didn't imagine that it was so easy to interact with these big names in veterinary medicine. They are there. And the party, sort of people like, say, Michael Day, bless him, sort of, he, he took, I mean, one of the, 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 the European, Europe's most, uh, yeah, what shall I say, high-profile speakers, shows up in the evening at the party, absolutely. And, 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 and not only, yeah, I don't know, so there to make a quick appearance. No, no, they joined in. They were often the last people off the dance floor. And that yep. made BSAVA Congress just so nice because it just showed there is more to it than just sort of scientific excellence. It's also to show well, we veterinary medicine doesn't happen just in the UK or in Germany or in France. Also, it's an international thing. The knowledge we we have in one country might be of use in other countries in other regions of the world, and also the contacts you make on these congresses, heaven knows where they might lead to. I mean, there are yeah. amazing experiences in the future. So if, and uh, and uh, and opportunities, also work opportunities. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, again, regardless of Brexit, there is still a lot of opportunities out there in research or also in just clinical practice. And that's a nice thing. At Congress, you can make these contacts. So, and social programs often the way to do it. And it's fun too. So it, that's great. Yeah, It is. And, and the social program always leads to, to conversations the next day. Yeah. And we're hoping that'll be the same within the chat rooms. Yeah. That actually there won't just be a what did you get from from lecture A or lecture B, but you know, wow, wasn't wasn't last night fantastic? Mm -hmm. Which uh, which malt whiskey did you prefer on the whiskey tasting night and things like that? Uh, and and that's the way, as you say, that contacts are forged. New uh, uh, new new jobs are, are engendered, and, and uh, new uh, new lives are, are uh, uh, fostered out of uh, out of Congress. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and you can see how enthusiastic I, I can see your enthusiasm. No, oh, yeah, but, well, well, but well, knowing Julian that you have your hand in the social program makes it very appealing for me. I mean, knowing what you are up to, sort of, I can, I mean, I can only recommend then to to sample it, sort of. And as I said, so I mean, ninety nine pounds. That's 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 a no brainer. It's it's a bargain. So three days of CBD that theoretically can keep you busy for the whole year. And I mean, it takes also all the boxes or, or, or fulfills your CPD requirement for the whole year for UK vets. I mean, we have to do 35 hours per year, I think. And uh, so uh, is there a whole program, if you take part in the whole program, that's, that should pretty much be. Several, several times over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Several times over. Yeah. What's really as well, and particularly, I, I, I would like to, you know, I love just the enthusiasm in your voice, the excitement there as you're talking about your experience of Congress and, and the relationships and the, the enjoyment and, and how much more you get out of that. What's really exciting about this being virtual this year is our ability to reach more people. Yeah. yeah. Whether you're French or German or Italian or Spanish or British, it doesn't matter. We all speak the same language. We're all passionate about animal welfare. All... That we do, but we don't all speak English. <laughs> when you say... But nevertheless, I mean, yes, it's getting more more now sort of custom that if you go to international congress, there's the, the language of choice in English. And the beauty is, well, if, if you listen to something and haven't quite understood it, you let it rerun in the record. Yes. There you go. Mm, so yeah. yeah, you can you can probably run it through Google Translate. Uh, yeah, yeah, possibly. But for some <laughs> for some interesting changes. No, that's I think that's that's brilliant. So, um, if I want to register for it, I go to the bsava.com uh, website go on to Congress or registration should be fairly easy to find, I would assume. It's, Payment it, it, can be made through the website as well. And yes, at least yes. in the UK, fully deductible from your practice expenses. Well, you guys should know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, this year, or it's... In the, at least sort of in the first half of the year, I think physical meetings are probably not possible. But I think an experience like this sort of certainly sort of that raises also the interest maybe then to have, uh, how to call that, a digital, digital congress maybe then the following year. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Manchester is then still on the long run, the venue. Mm -hmm. It is. It mm -hmm. is, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. There is uh, something about the face-to-face -face, uh, that can never be replaced by a virtual conference long-term. Um, you get um, hordes of uh, bloggers and vloggers and um, people who live their lives online descend in their thousands to have conferences in person uh, every year mm. in the States. And they don't have to do that because they could quite happily do that online, but they do it because they need to get, they want to get together personally. And so 
the 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 beauty of of that looking forward to a potentially hybrid event is to look at the best of both worlds um and there's certainly you know realistically one the the, the landscape has changed forever over the last 12 months mm-hmm. with how we human interact um for information and for situations like this um uh, and that's that's not going to go away but the the face-to-face element is still really valuable and it's still a, a, as you said a, a, an integral part of the bsava experience that we're excited to bring back when it's safe to do so mm-hmm. good perfect andy Julian, thank you so much for joining us and me for this uh, FECAVA web chat. Again, if anybody has any more questions or would like to comment on this program, you can do so on webchat at fecava.org. And just to remind you, BSAVA Online Congress 2021 is from the 25th to the 27th of March of this year. Uh, registration until sometimes in the middle of February. I can't tell you the exact date. As far as I understand, it's £99 per delegate. And um, yes, and uh, I hope that we will meet there. Um, and you certainly will see Julian and Andy somewhere uh, at that event. Again, thank you so much for joining me and see you then, uh, at the Congress in March. Thank, thank you, Wolfgang. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.